better than bad. It's good. Log from Blamo. <laughs> oh, the 90s. Whatever That's who's sponsoring our podcast, Blamo. Blamo. This pod brought to you by Blamo. Whatever happened to the 90s? I miss those boys, guys, things. What? Well, I almost said fuckers, but there's kids <laughs> in the house. I know, I just said it. There's children in the house. I'm trying to be. Well, I already, like, swore right at Anwar's <laughs> ear. I'm sorry. <laughs> I did immediately apologize mm-hmm. and, and correct. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I try. I promise. I really try. It just happened. Hi. Hello. How you doing? Okay. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hey, everybody else. This is You Have Stumbled Across the Podcast, My Favorite Haunting. It's episode four. Four, yes. Four. <laughs> I was like, wait, what one? Three posted today, but we're recording episode four. That's why I had three stuck in my head. I had to think about it because yeah. I just looked at it. I'm Mel, by the way. Hey, I'm Ames. <laughs> Henry's next to me. You can't see him, though, because you're listening. And he doesn't talk. You can't see us either. <laughs> but they can hear us, though. Yes. So we're like a comforting presence in their ears. Right? Kind of. I hope so. Maybe. Or a grating presence, but if that's the case, maybe just turn it off. <laughs> yeah. No requirements to listen. Anyway... Um, oh, I'm going to set a timer again. That worked out well before, right? We set Did a it? timer. I don't know. You edited, so. <laughs> I guess. I Yeah, then I guess so. They, they We kept it pretty, like a little over an hour was That's the total. Good. So not an hour 36 again, like <laughs> the first one, which was just us, like, dicking around. Uh, timer. Um, so... How was your weekend? Do I remember my weekend? Oh, I don't know. Do you? <laughs> uh, it was okay. It snowed. Ugh. I know. And we had to rake leaves. And it was snowing while it we were raking snow. leaves. Oh, no. And it didn't stick, though. And it wasn't heavy, so. It's just fine little dancey things. When I was driving up yesterday, I was driving through this, the Catskills, and was there a lot of snow? Not a lot. Well, actually, the weather itself was um, not bad. It was actually, like, sunny and clear, which is, like, I feel like almost any time I drive through the Catskills, it's always, like, the weather is just, like... Terrible. Yeah. There's (laughs) always some kind of crazy inclement. It's either pouring rain, like, raining so hard you can't see Mm -hmm. two feet in front of your car, or it's, like, a whiteout blizzard. It's one or the other, I feel like. Usually on my way there, which... It did, it did rain on my way down. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe now we're going to do like a, an, a 50-50 now. Like whenever I drive down to New York, it's going to be crazy weather. And on my way up, it's going to be really nice and sunny and beautiful. But there was, um, there was snow on the ground. And it threw me for a minute because it hasn't snowed in New York yet, but it's been raining. Oh, it did snow in New York. And it stuck for a while. I texted you. New York City. Oh, New York City. I'm sorry. I got confused because, yeah. Nobody means New York State when they say New York. Of course not. 
because the state, wait, the state means nothing. Wait, what do you mean New York State? What is that? Is that a state? Is that why it's New York, New York? I always thought it was just named twice because it's so nice. That's what Frank Sinatra taught me. <laughs> yeah, so in New York City, it has not snowed okay. yet. Yes, and so it. But I knew that because you had sent me the picture of yeah. your yard, and I like cursed fiercely when but I it, saw it. It was gone by that night, so it wasn't too bad. There's snow in my yard right now. I know we saw it by your neighbor's garage. Like it was like piled along the side. Of it's it. not cool. Oh, was it? I didn't even see that. That means that it actually like snowed, snowed while I was gone. I guess and oh that's frightening. It wasn't it wasn't a whole lot. It was just like half an inch at the most. Maybe less. It's gross. I know. I said if it could hold off snowing for like until actual winter day, like the end of December, that'd be great. Like a real winter. <laughs> I feel like our winters just get longer and longer up here. I know. Cause now we're like it's like eight months of winter. <laughs> and then like a month of spring. Two months of summer and a month of fall. <laughs> That's Rochester. Come visit. <laughs> if you like cold, wet things, come visit. Yeah, most of my trees still have leaves on them, so it can't snow until all the leaves are gone. There's like one tree, the really big tree in our front yard, still has all of its leaves. That needs to be done before it snows. I'm just, I'm like looking around at the trees outside my house and most of them are mostly bare, but this one in my driveway is still full, but I'm trying to remember if that one loses its leaves or not. I think that one might stay kind of leaved. <laughs> kind of leaved? Yeah. That big oak in the back still has, I think, a bunch of its leaves too. But that one's going to be like, cause that's the whomping willow. So it's going to like shiver and they're all going to fall. At once. <laughs> That's what it felt like when it was like there was a windstorm. Like one day there was no leaves. The next day everything was covered everywhere. It took them all down. See, I feel like now it feels more like Halloween than it did on Halloween. <laughs> but then I was down in New York, New York City on <laughs> Halloween. Um, and it was like. Warmer? <laughs> yeah. Um, I had a jacket. I didn't wear it. Yeah. But I had it with me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Henry's chewing on his nipple. (laughs) What are you doing? Milk doesn't come out of there. You're a boy. Just itchy. Oh, my God. This cat. All right. Anyway. (laughs) You need dry skin lotion? (laughs) Hi, this is the cat podcast. Actually, the story I have to talk about today. So who's going first? Do we decide? Uh, no, you can if you want. You right. kind of started already. Right as well. <laughs> so, actually, the story I have today is really fun. There, it involves a ghost of a cat. Oh, that's right. You know this one. I know I've told you about it. Yes. I've told you about some of it. So, what I have... I'll start my timer. And I'm going to try and go quick, but again, there's a lot of history involved in this place, which I tend to be really fascinated by history. Um, and this, this hotel... Um, Oh, we did a theme, right? Oh, haunted yes. hotels. Is, yes, this one's hotels. Hi. So we have a theme this week. It's haunted hotels. Yeah. Yay. So um, this hotel, it's in Napanoff, New York. I always forget which county. It's Nap- not orange. Napanoff. Napanoff. Oh, knock. Okay. With a ch. Um, I 
feel like it might be like Ulster County or what's above Ulster County. I don't know. I don't do map science. Not, not. (laughs) (laughs) We already established no science frames. (laughs) I'm going to just create a new science every episode. Like, what's that? Yeah, I don't do that. So that's just not extremely far north of the city. A couple hours. Okay. It was a couple hour drive. Um, I've investigated there a couple of times with, and again, like almost, yeah, all of my information actually is going to come from the Yonkers ghost investigators. They, um, Jason, um, and Joanne and their team have investigated this place a bunch and they've gotten a ton of evidence. It was also on ghost hunters. It's been on ghost adventures, been on like all those shows, um, and a lot of other local teams have come to investigate it. Oh, wow. It's popular. It's very active. Cool. Um, so where shall I begin with this? So I'll take you through a brief history real quick. Um, it's called the Shanley Hotel, and it was originally built in 1845 by a man named Thomas Rich. It was called Rich's Hotel. Oh. Um, it's I'm, I'm going to breeze through this really quick. Um Jason made this really nice timeline on his website, and I basically, like, picked Plucked. and showed, yeah, <laughs> like, all the different events, and just was like, I guess this seems, Relevant. I mean, it, yeah, it's all important. He he went through the, he's very, very thorough. He's yeah. very, very good at researching the stuff. Um, so not like us. No, <laughs> not at all. Um, simple Google, and you're done. Yeah, or I'll just go to my friend's website and take all of his stuff that he already did for me. <laughs> Thanks, Jason. Um, if you're listening. Um, so it was originally built in 1845. Uh, it changed hands like nine times over 50 years. Hmm. Um, it was just sold and bought, sold and bought, sold and bought. Um, until March 1895, um, so uh, just about exactly 50 years, it burnt down completely um, down to the foundation. That was the only thing that was left. Um, almost immediately, new plans were drawn up, and construction started later that year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, over the next um, like ten or eleven years, it changed owners six more times um, until James Shanley bought it in 1906. Um, then comes all the kind of the kind of uh, a string of bad luck. So. Uh-oh. We started in 1911, so this barber named Peter Greger um, came up from Brooklyn mm-hmm. and opened a barber shop inside of the hotel in, um, like, the main room on the first floor. Uh, and he had, a do- well, he had a couple of daughters. And in 1911, three-year-old Jeanette Roseanne, we, um, Rosie, mm-hmm. everyone calls her, uh, fell down the well across the street and drowned. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, that was 1911. In uh, 1912, Kathleen Shanley dies just short of six months years old. Aww. Six months years old. <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrible tragedy, but it. I'm sorry. <laughs> six months old. Ames's misspeaks are funny, though. I think, yeah. But that's my charm. Um, so 1912, Kathleen Shanley dies just shy of six months old. In 1914, James Shanley Jr. dies at four months old. Oh, my goodness. In 1916, William Shanley dies at nine months old. Oh, my goodness. What? And, I mean, keep in mind, it's 
the early 1900s is a lot more common, but yeah, every single hit, child like though? right in a row. Like, I mean, is that all of his children? Like, did any of them? I don't know. I know that there's another daughter. Okay. Who lived? Um, there's a really cute picture. Actually, Jason found these really great, really old photos from like Ancestry.com. For mm-hmm. the longest time, there were no photos of Rosie. Uh-huh. But she's one of the, or we think that she's one of the spirits there. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> we didn't have a face for her or anything. And um, when Ancestry.com got really big, Jason went on there and he found these old photos. And there's this really cute one of Rosie. Mm-hmm. I think she's around like two or so. And then there's another one of her and an older sister whose name I forget right now, but I know it's on here somewhere. Um and they're like hugging each other, and they're Aww. just so—they're just the cutest little with the big chubby cheeks and oh, precious little angels. Um, I remember when my boys were like that. Now they're teenagers, or they act like they're teenagers. Well, one, one, just one is actually a teenager. He's yeah, they're gross barely now. a teenager though. Well, we gotta thank him because he just like on the fly wrote us a new like theme music. Yes, we yes so, he did. So he's cool like that. Yeah, he's a he's a pretty neat little. Dude, yeah, because rock star. He likes saying that word. Dude, <laughs> he's a, he asked me the other day. Does any do any old people say dude? And I was like, I do. Well, he means like elderly. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm in comparison. I'm old, so. And I told him like the people that that was popular with aren't elderly yet, so we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't know, like maybe like. Like somebody who's like elderly now, like maybe back in the day, they were like, you know, young at heart and hung out with all the young people. And now they're like 90 saying like, dude, maybe I've never heard one though. I don't, I don't know anybody that I could ask. Um, okay. Moving on. We got distracted a little bit. Hi, we do tangents. Um, I think we disclaimed that in like the second episode. Um, been the first one. No, no, no. Cause that was one of the complaints about the first one. No tangents? That we know that we constantly oh. went off topic. Oh, okay. So I think it was the second one. It was like, if you guys don't know us. How many people stay on topic on podcasts? A lot of them? Probably most of them. Oh. Probably okay. the professional ones. We're not professional. We don't get paid. This is no. just fun. Deal with it. Have fun with us. That's, <laughs> that's what I think the point is. Um, all right. Where did I leave off? So all our kids died. Oh, no. Uh, so 1918, Beatrice Shanley... Um, that's James's wife. She dies from. He just wrote influenza, but that was the peak of the Spanish flu. Oh yes, it epidemic. Was. So I'm assuming that it was that. Um, and they did have other kids. Um, William was born in 1916. Um, I think the other daughter should be on here somewhere. Uh, but they at least had a few that survived, right? Yeah. Okay. That would have been terrible if all their children all died. Like, yeah. That'd be so sad. Um, oh, I missed one. I, in No, wait. No, I did. No, I got her. I said her. It was written differently. Because now I'm looking at his timeline. Yeah, so, so then she died from the flu. And then the, the following year, 1919, James's brother Andrew died at age 49. It doesn't say from what. It just says he died at age 49. In 1919. Um, I'm sorry, but that's not too tragic compared to all the babies like dying. Like seven babies? Yeah. 
I mean, it's still, but I mean, I if know, you, like, like, looking at the timeline, it was like, this poor guy had, like, everyone's dying around him. It just, yeah, was like, bam, 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 like, every other year there's somebody, and then he loses his wife, and then a year later his brother. Like, that sucks. Yeah. Um, so throughout the 20s, the hotel operated as a speakeasy, and the, um, <laughs> of course it did. There, it ended up, like, through, like, the, I don't know through what year, but for a long time, it, the, the the big room where the barbershop was that's yeah. when speakeasy was and then after prohibition it still operated as a bar there's like some really cool photos from like the 70s and 80s mm-hmm. of people like they had like parties and stuff in there and you know it was a bar yeah um it was a bar slash hotel uh in 1932 the hotel was rated for alcohol because it's still prohibition mm. and it's actually really cool they would hide the the booze in the basement uh-huh. And there's a trap door oh. in the floor to get down there. And that's, like, one of the things that we would go down and investigate, mm-hmm. which was really cool. It was, like, creepy and weird, but very cool. I'm sorry. I just, like, that part gave me a flash, and I think I remember this episode of Ghost Hunters now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember them opening a trap door and, like, going down into a thing. I feel like they do that a lot, though. <laughs> they did that at the Rundell Library. There's a trap door in the basement to get to the subway. Oh. And they yeah. went down it. Yeah, I guess so. Isn't but like, like but all Was it in the dining right? room, though? Like, is it in a place, the trap door, in a place with lots of chairs and cables? No? No. Okay. Then maybe this is a different one. Never I mind. Give a different one. We can cut this all out. The, well, so... <laughs> This episode, so I didn't know this at the time, but when I was investigating with them, mm-hmm. I found out a couple of things about Ghost Hunters, the show. Oh, yeah. That like kind of like ruined it for me. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into it here, but it's just stuff that like behind the scenes, like production stuff that kind of made me really sad. Yeah. But. I mean, that's Hollywood, I guess. Yeah, I think I stopped watching it before you told me about that, though. That's showbiz, kid, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, w- I mean, I would st- I'll still watch it for, like, the entertainment. <laughs> like, yeah, especially the when they... are funny. Like... Yeah, I had such a crush on Steve. <laughs> I love him. Steve, if you're listening, hi. <laughs> you're beautiful. Um, all those tattoos. Anyway, uh, where did I leave off? The speakeasy, uh, the so the hotel gets raided for booze in 1932. Um, in 1933, Eleanor Roosevelt, the first lady of the United States, Ooh. stays there at the Shanley. Um, and she still has, well, um, as of last time I was there, she still had a room, like the Eleanor Roosevelt, Roosevelt suite oh, nice. um, set up. Um, in 1979, William Blackmer, a resident of the hotel, he died. I think in the hotel. It doesn't specify here, but I think he may have died in the hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, then again, the hotel starts changing owners again a few times for the next 30 years until 2005 when a man named Sal Nicosia, I think, I think I'm saying that right. He bought it in 2005, and he, after he bought it and he starts renewing it, he discovers that it's haunted. Oh, and he nice. starts encountering, having experiences and encountering spirits. Um, Sal was awesome. Um, he was the one 
the times that I went, he he's he still owned it, and he was oh. the one that was there and okay. like took care of us and would set everything up for. He was really great. He was That's cool. a really great person, such a sweetheart. Unfortunately, he passed away in two thousand and sixteen. Oh, um, after that, his wife and I think stepson mm-hmm. were running it um, until twenty seventeen. The hotel was condemned. Oh, and closed. Yeah, um, very very sad. Um, although Jason did know as of 2018, there are new owners, they're renovating it and they're planning to reopen it. So hopefully they do right by it and everybody. Um, and I would love to investigate it again because after a reno is like the best, oh, they're going to stir so much shit up. So anyways, so that's a, a quick rundown of the history of the Shanley hotel. Now let's get into like the good stuff now that I wasted like half my time. Um, so I'm going to put up the links for the Yonkers Ghost Investigators website because they have, like, I'm not even going to try and take these photos for myself. Like, mm-hmm. it's all that team that took these, probably mostly Jason, and they're really great shots. And it's your typical, like, you drive by and it looks like a typical, like, old haunted, like, mansion type deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what Sal had done inside was basically try to like redress like all the rooms in like the style of the period. Cool. Um, and it w- always looked super fucking cool. Um, but so let's get into the different hauntings that claim to be happening here. So the first, the first one would be um, room number one. It's also referred to as the blue room, which is ironic because there's a lot of um, yellows and whites <laughs> in it. It's got this like white canopy bed, and I don't know if it's paint or wallpaper, but like the walls are mostly yellow and a lot of like white lace. Um, also called the Eleanor Suite, and formerly the Honeymooner Suite. Hmm. Um, so um eleanor roosevelt she actually she stopped at this uh hotel more than once uh she stayed here a few times and uh she would stay in this room so that's you know hence eleanor sweet um the claims in this room no like apparitions or anything and i'm very doubtful that it's eleanor roosevelt in there (laughs) yeah but um i think she has better places to hunt (laughs) yeah so allegedly a man hung himself in this room Ooh. Uh, so the claims in here are just being touched, like while you're trying to sleep. Oh, nice. Um, in the middle of the night. Um, and then, so then the next room we have the John Powers room. So this room was named after John Powers, who is, um, an associate of James Shanley. And I guess they were kind of, they must've been bootlegging together or, oh. or speakeasy, <laughs> speakeasying together. They were arraigned together in court oh, nice. after they were raided. So, um, and this room, uh, so I don't know the entire story behind it, but there are bullet holes in the walls. Oh, nice. And, uh, yeah, you can still see them. There's one right above the door, like in the door frame. Oh, so like in wood. So I was like, yep. I was like, could you like patch that? <laughs> yeah, I think there's another one somewhere like in the wallpaper or something. But the one that's in the door frame is really distinctive. Um, 
and you probably could still patch it, but like, I feel like if I were the owner, I would like in my house, if I found a bullet hole somewhere, I'd leave it. Yeah. Cause well, that's like, that's a story, yeah. you know, especially if you're advertising your place as like historic and possibly haunted, like here, stay in this room with bullet holes in the walls. What yeah. do you think happened here? Yeah. And the wood part, it, that makes kind of sense, but in the, um, like plaster where you might like hang a mirror or something, <laughs> might want to patch that. I mean, if you're going to hang a mirror, just hang the mirror on another wall. Yeah. Okay, so then we have room two. So the John Powers room doesn't count as, like, a number. So we went from one and then John Powers room and then room two slash the Rose room. This makes more sense because there's, like, pink curtains and a pink bedspread <laughs> and, like, a darker pink bedspread. Mm-hmm. So there's two beds. Um this room, oh, this was the room that was connected to... Oh, the first room was connected to a bathroom also. But um, this one was connected to a bathroom. So you'd have, like, a private with, a, like, a clawfoot tub, mm-hmm. which was really cool. Because the way yeah. the hotel was set up, it was more like the shared... Bathroom? Ba- yeah, like a yeah. bathroom per fo- floor type thing. Because I think they were trying to go for, like, a bed and breakfast type deal. Yeah. Um so you'd have all these and also it you know it's circa 18 when it burned down 1895 yeah there there weren't bathrooms in every room back then no (laughs) so this room is named after rose wilkes uh a longtime guest of the hotel in the past um it's uh, this in the, the thing with this room is um you can sometimes hear somebody singing hmm when there's obviously there's nobody there yeah um and also like the eleanor suite um people have reported being touched uh and also the door if you leave it open will it likes to close itself oh nice considerate ghosts Mm-hmm. like privacy please do not disturb i don't need turn down service tonight thank you <laughs> So then we have room three slash the silent room slash formerly the soldier's room. So this room was once used as an infirmary. Um, They say that a female spirit is there waiting for the return of her dead soldier lover. That's so sad. Mm -hmm. Um, It doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of claims in this room. um, Except that it has a really scary black and white checkered floor. Oh, is that scary? Because I don't like it. It freaks oh. me out. In a bedroom, <laughs> it looks like it belongs in a, maybe a bathroom or maybe a fun house. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh, this was the room with the, the bookshelf uh, wallpaper. It was really cool. Um, and one of the previous owners, when he owned the hotel and lived here, he w- would normally sleep in this room. Um, but not really a whole lot of claims in here, um, specifically. Um, then we have Marguerite's room, which is also room four. And so this is almost like a Bloody Mary kind of thing. They say that if you stand in front of the mirror with a candle, like a lit candle, and stare at your reflection long enough, your face will start to distort, um... I don't remember that happening. I feel like I tried it. Yeah. 
I don't remember. But also, like, if you're just staring, you know, and you just remember those books with the um, magic eye. Yeah, <laughs> and you just like you have to stare at it for so long to like just shift your your um, like center of vision, like just enough to be able to see the picture. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know about that one, Jason. Um, but that's what people say. Uh, oh, but the door has been known to lock itself, like huh. on its own. Um, and then there have been claims of being touched, particularly redheads. So Uh-oh. whoever's in there likes them fiery, likes the redheads. Or maybe Marguerite was a redhead. Maybe. Um, this hair looks like mine. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, you have, we have the same hair color. Uh, there are clanking noises during the night, but that would be the steam pipe in the wall. Ah, radiators. Not a ghost. <laughs> um, oh, I fucked up earlier. It wasn't Beatrice that died. It was her sister. Uh-oh. Whoops. So then we have room five, which is Esther Rowley, Esther Rowley room. So this room is named after Beatrice Shanley's sister, Esther, who... I made a mistake earlier. Beatrice is not the one who died from um, the flu. It was her sister, Esther. So that's my bad. Um, But when Esther was here, she would sleep with her husband, John, in this room um, until her death. The Let's see. So the claims in this room... um, there was really only one. It says one guest claimed this, that they felt like they were being held down by an unseen force. Um, so, you guys, I had an experience for the first time last week. <laughs> it's called sleep paralysis, and let me tell you that shit is no joke. Um, that's a, And that's a really common thing for sleep paralysis. And uh, if it's only one guest... Yeah. That claimed it. I'm going to go ahead and, and say that's probably what that is. So from there, I want to jump ahead up to the third floor. Because that's where a lot of the... So those were like the finished rooms that are like really nice and like mm-hmm. reproduced. And like if you're going to stay that like that's where you would sleep at night. Um, even if you're investigating, like you'd investigate the whole building and stay in one of those nice rooms. Um, the third floor was never, like, it was under, like, a, a reno, like, every time I ever went there. Hmm. Um, like, completely unfinished parts of the floor were missing type deal. Yeah. Um, like, you know, investigate at your own risk. Yeah. Um, but this is where I had all of my experiences. I don't think I had any downstairs. But I had a couple good ones up here. Um, so there's uh, so there's a couple. So um, the first the first good one would be you come up the stairs and like the first room that you come to, it's like right on the corner. It's they call it Joe's room. It's room 19. Mm-hmm. So this guy Joe used to stay there, and Joe was a hitman. Oh, nice. Um, so. There's this, oh, so his, there's this armchair in that room. And apparently 
Joe has laid claim to this chair. I don't know oh. if that I don't know if it was his from when he stayed there or if it was just a chair that somebody moved in and he's like, Oh nice chair. This is a nice comfy <laughs> chair for my restless spirit. Um so he but regardless he he has laid claim to this chair and he does not like anybody to sit in it. So because I'm an asshole. <laughs> what do you think I did? Ames sat in the chair. I sat in the chair. Um, so nothing. I mean, I sat there. I taunted him a little bit. All the things you're not supposed to do. Don't provoke the ghost. And I mean, I wanted something, you know, um, nothing happened. Oh, um, until later. Oh, when I went downstairs and then came back up and paused at the corner and legit felt a hand on my head. What is with you and hands on your head? I know, right? That's where everyone likes to touch me. I thought it was Jason, to be honest. I thought, because we played pranks on each other. Uh-huh. And I thought Jason was messing with me. So I turned around <laughs> to be like, get off me, dude. And no. there was nobody there. And uh-huh. But I knew that he was up there because mm-hmm. he had gone ahead of me. So then I called out Jason and he's like, what's up? From all the way down the hall. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And I think, was Joanne up there? If Joanne was up there, she was down there with him. She Like, yeah. there was nobody near. There was nobody near me at all. Wow. Um, so, and that was right outside his room. So I'm inclined <laughs> to think that, and it felt like a heavy, like a man's hand. Like, it felt like yeah. a big, heavy hand. So I thought it was Jason. <laughs> and so... I'm inclined to think that that was Joe maybe telling me, stop sitting in my chair. Nice. Um, yeah. There's, and then also on the third floor down the hall a little bit, we have room 21. That's called Jonathan's room. So they say that it's the spirit of a young boy around 10. And they've got like a whole bunch of toys set up in there. And we do the whole thing with the ball. You put the masking tape on the floor and put the ball in the middle. Oh, yeah. And see if the ball moves. Um, for the longest time, everybody thought that this spirit was... A boy that was um, hit by a, a neighbor's car. Oh. Um, he was pulling out, and the kid was fooling around or whatever and climbed onto the car as he was backing. The guy didn't see him and oh. ran him over. That's... Except that it was later, like, more recently determined that that kid didn't die. Oh, nice. And that kid's name was also Walter. And this spirit has made it clear that his name is Jonathan, and he likes to be called John. Huh. Um, so, and that was, uh, that was something that happened way back in like the 19 teens, I think Mm. maybe the twenties, but way, way back. Um, and then we have room 23, which is Claire's room slash sweet things room. So this is sweet thing. Sweet thing is the cat. So, oh, okay. I was like, this is, this is my, this is my favorite. So my first investigation we did there, um, me and another guy, we were doing EVPs in, in this room and I forget what this guy said, but he said some kind of like double entendre thing that he didn't intend it to be dirty, Uh but it came out completely perverted. Yeah. And Claire was not happy about it. Oh, um, and of course I can't remember what happened because I suck, but she made her displeasure very known 
to the point of like when we came back again, he was like he went up and like apologized, and I think he brought oh, wow. her like a flower or something. Um, but so they say that uh, Claire, uh, she hung herself up there when oh. before the fire of eighteen ninety five in the original building. Mm-hmm. Um, so and then like that's her that I think it was in that room. Uh, so that's Claire. Sweet. So where, where Sweet Thing comes into play, um, it Sweet Thing used to be Sal's cat. Oh, Sal. So the yeah, Sal the the owner that I knew. Yeah. Um. So he had a cat named Sweet Thing, and this cat at night would run up to the third floor and mm-hmm. hang out like in. Or in and or around that room, and um, like he really liked that room in the room next door. So those are both Claire's rooms. Um, and this cat would just run up there and like hang out and play up there. Yeah. So that cat died. Aww. Yeah, very sad. It's always sad when an animal dies. Um, Hopefully, he was old though. I think so. As far as I know, I don't think it was anything tragic. Um, so what happened, what has happened since then is that Claire has laid a claim to Sweet Thing. Oh. That's her cat via EVP. That's her cat. Oh, she's, (laughs) Sweet Thing's mine. Yep. Nice. Oh, yes. And the two of them will hang out, like, in those two rooms. Um, and in fact, and I will post a link for this, there is a... I think it's thermal mm-hmm. video of uh, the hallway upstairs, and it like it has one of those rooms, like the doorway. Yeah, and you can clearly see the back end of a cat oh. crossing just the back end of it, with the tail <laughs> sticking straight up, crossing the hall and going into the room. And okay. there's there's no other there's no cat there anymore. Yeah. So I'll post the link for that. It's a really cool video of a ghost cat. <laughs> but now here's my experience with that, and this by far is my favorite story. So because I love cats, I have two. Mm-hmm. And um, the first time I went to this hotel to investigate, they told me that story, and like we Googled the video on YouTube, and I was so excited. Mm-hmm. I was going to play with a ghost cat. That was my goal. <laughs> I'm going up there. There's and in that in in the room they have like a little corner with a bunch of cat toys, like a a basket of cat toys <laughs> and like a scratcher and mm-hmm. like the wand with like the feather and everything. And like there's treats and catnip and everything. Yeah. And so this first one like I went up there and I was playing with all the toys and like and I did the same thing in in Jonathan's room too. I was playing with all the toys and trying to get the kid to interact with me and everything. Yeah. I didn't get anything. And the same thing with this one, I didn't get anything. But the I forget and I always forget I feel like I was there three times but regardless the last time that I went mm-hmm. um, I brought a sleeping bag and a pillow uh-huh. with the intention of sleeping up on that really creepy unfinished third floor <laughs> and I set myself up in sweet things slash Claire's room uh-huh. and I before I went to sleep I set up for like EVP and I had the EMF meter on and yeah I was trying to hear, like, a cat bell or a meow or a purr or something. Yeah. And I was playing with all the toys and, you know, just basically pretending I was playing with my own cats. Yeah. 
And um, I brought a bag of catnip with me and, Mm -hmm. you know, was ready to go. Nothing. So I was bummed. I shut all the stuff off and I went to bed. Well, to bed. I went to sleep Uh and the sleeping bag on the floor. At like six o'clock in the morning, I wake up, but it's like that, you know, you're like half awake and you're that like five more minutes kind of deal and you're just like really groggy. And I felt something down at my feet. Uh-huh. And I kind of kicked it away <laughs> and was like, Henry, go back to sleep. And then I felt again, and it was like two, you know, when cats, like, they kind of pounce. Yeah. So that's what I was feeling, like, two front paws, like, kind of pouncing on my toes. And, like, I kicked them away again and was like, Henry, stop it. And, like, I rolled over. Uh-huh. And then, like, two minutes later, my eyes snap open, and I'm just like, I'm not home. Henry's <laughs> not here. And I, like, shot, uh, I sat straight up, and I was looking around. Now I'm, like, freaking out. Yeah. And I'm also partially mad at myself because I know what I felt. Yeah. There's nobody else up there. And I just let that go by, and all of my equipment was, like, right next to me. Like, I could have easily Uh. rolled over and turned on the meter, turned on the recorder. Yeah. And I just didn't, because I was half asleep. Like, maybe not, like, more than half asleep, you know? Yeah. So... Now I'm like, what the hell? So then um, I <laughs> so I went down to the bottom of the sleeping bag and mm-hmm. I picked up the end. Yeah. And one of the and the night before when I had been playing around, yeah. I picked everything back up and put it all back in the basket. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me how this cat toy it was one of the little mice. Yeah. The little like the with the wrapped in like the rope or whatever so they could scratch on it. Yeah. Was shoved up underneath my sleeping bag. <laughs> it was not there when I put my sleeping bag down to go to bed. Aww. So sweet. It, to play. it took like eight hours, but or probably more like six hours. But sweet thing came out and played with me. And I was so excited. And I ran down and I'm like, Jason, the cat played with me. And he's like, Great, did you get it? Like, did you get evidence? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, bad aims. Yeah. He just kind of was like, shame on you. Oh, well. Um, but that was like my favorite moment that like of like any ghost hunting I've ever done or anything I've ever experienced. I think that might have been my favorite <laughs> ghost moment was a fucking ghost cat came out and played with my feet that was so freaking cool um and then just so that's my story and then just to sum up there's this place is really freaking cool there's a bordello attached they yeah they used to run like prostitutes out of there i mean you know that goes with the speakeasy um and so they used to play cards a lot in there and i guess you can supposedly you can hear sometimes like um poker chips Mm -hmm. or cards flipping um, and then um, the basement is where they kept all the, the alcohol. I mean, that it's an unfinished basement. It's yeah. going to be creepy no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, you have that, like, trap door in the floor that goes down. That's, like, really freaking cool. Um, and they say in the bordello that um, this girl, Emma, haunts up there. And I think that's where... Uh, Rosie's ghost is to the upstairs part of the bordello because before it was a bordello that was her bedroom. Oh. Um, Rosie's the little three-year-old that drowned in the well. 
across the street. So a lot of people who come will leave her toys, mm-hmm. like dolls and and things to play with. Um, also up in the Bordello rooms is uh, the spirit of a girl named Maddie, who was one of the Bordello girls as well. So you got to think, though, this poor little three-year-old is stuck haunting like her old room, right? Do you think she knows there are prostitutes there with her? I don't know. Maybe they're... I mean, does any prostitute really want to be a prostitute? Like, maybe they're like... You know, that's really interesting. My favorite murder did kind of uh, an episode a little... They touched on that um, because they were talking about... Well, the proper term is sex worker now. And (laughs) And I guess they had kind of the same mindset, and then somebody wrote in and was basically saying, like, I do that for a living and I love it. Okay, but not everyone does. Um, no, definitely not. Um, and uh, so maybe they're, especially if you're a ghost, something went wrong. <laughs> yes. And, and that's uh, the thing, like, there's so many, like, there are so many stories here and there's obviously so much history with this hotel, but a lot of the stories are kind of just, like, um, conjecture. Is that the right yeah. word? Um, you know, and a lot of assumptions um, a lot of, like, trying to put the pieces together. But, like, you know, like with Laura Young, like, we'll never know Yeah, the the real stories behind most of these people. Um, yeah. So once, um, once the Shanley is finished renovating and opens back up, I highly, highly recommend um everybody goes because it's a really cool even if you're not into ghosts which if you're not into ghosts i don't know why you're listening to us but um <laughs> it's a, just like historically it's a really fucking cool place um i should really said that sal isn't there anymore he is yeah. aces sal is a really good guy so um oh i one more thing i forgot about anna's room in the bordello uh she was one of the more popular girls up there and uh, and she has her room is still there, and she likes to move things around in there. And they, uh, one of the Yonkers team members got a photo of her, who what they think is her apparition. Cool. Uh, of course, he didn't post it here though. Come on, Jason. Ooh. It's going to be on here somewhere. Like, this is just... (laughs) He'll have it on here somewhere, I'm sure. These are all just photos of the rooms. But, yeah, but then... So they got a photo of her with who they think is her. Her apparition, which is really fucking cool. So... Uh, Yeah, so that's the Shanley Hotel. Awesome. Questions? I think I got it all. Okay, cool. What do you got? I gotta pee. Me too. Let's take a break. <laughs> oh. Were you gonna say, do you, what do you have for again or no? Oh, I could. I didn't know, I didn't know if you wanted to make it match up or whatever. Oh, I don't remember what I said last time. <laughs> what on the other half of this. Um, hi, yeah, so. What do you got? Okay, so I did Hotel Provincial in New Orleans. Yeah, you did. (laughs) This hotel um, we actually stayed at in November 
We went away on a girl's weekend, left the children with the husband, and had some fun in the French Quarter. It was a good trip. Yeah, it was it was neat. I think my favorite part was petting the stingrays. Oh yeah, that was cool. Just... They were like sandpaper. They were like no, they were soft. No, there was the shark that was rough, like sandpaper. Yeah. Yeah. That's like yeah, something yeah, yeah. like rough. It's like Oh, that's right. Think... We did pet a shark too. We didn't you wouldn't think it would feel like that. They were like little puppies. They like would swim <laughs> up and like rub themselves on our hands. They were really cute. Yeah. But we're not here to talk about stingrays. No, we're not. The Hotel Provincial. So how this is set up is they have five different buildings, and they're like around a block in the French Quarter. So building one is the front entrance. We were we stayed in building five, which is like across the block from building one, but through a courtyard parking lot area. And um, so... Let's see. On on the site of Building 5 uh, was originally owned by the Ursuline, Ursuline monk, nuns? Not monks, nuns. And, um, oh my gosh, I almost called it a nunnery again. <laughs> like, when I was, like, looking this up and I was like, well, I'm going to talk about them and say that the convent is still across the street from where the hotel is right now. Uh, nunnery and i was thinking nunnery in my head when i was thinking about it like no it's not a nunnery it's called a convent and i almost said nunnery i wouldn't have even caught that because i'm pretty (laughs) sure i've used the word nunnery is that a thing that's not a thing i don't think it is an actual thing for anything i'm gonna google it (laughs) anyway it was owned by um the ursuline u-r-s-u-l-i-n-e those nuns. <laughs> I'm going to interject really quick. You would have been correct saying nunnery. I would? Yeah. Okay. It's it's a... a um, oh, we had this... What was that word we used last time? Synonym? Yes. Homonym. Synonym. synonym. It's a synonym for convent. Oh, okay. Yeah. Who knew? Well, now Not you me. know. <laughs> On with the story. Okay. So they owned that land from the 1700s till 1830. And... In 1722, a military hospital was built on that land. And then in 1831, so after the nuns no longer owned the land, um, the building was torn down and two houses were built in its place. Like, it said glorious houses, so I'm assuming they were kind of big and fancy. Um <laughs> glorious houses. Yeah. I'm pretty sure my house is kind of glorious. Yeah. It's nice and big and fancy and <laughs> much better with this new paint job. <laughs> so much better with a paint job. Okay. So blah, 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 blah. so then in 1848 they were turned into commercial use. One was a boarding house and the other one was a coffee house. And then during the Civil War they were both used as uh, for the, for the Confederacy as military hospitals. Again. I'm sorry, I'm stuck on the like 19th century Starbucks. But like, it can't be not like not like a Starbucks coffee house though, right? Like a coffee house, like that's where they process the beans. 
Probably. That would probably make more sense. I wasn't thinking about that when I was like reading this stuff. I'm, like, well, that wasn't, it wasn't a criticism on you. Like I just, cause that's what I pictured, but I'm just like that. That can't be right. That wasn't I was, a thing. Back I, was then. Good, I was thinking that like, oh, okay. So people went there and had coffee, but then I was like, but maybe not. <laughs> all those, all those prospective writers bringing their laptops to the coffee house <laughs> to drink their coffee and write their screenplays. No, no Wi-Fi. No Wi-Fi. <laughs> Wi-Fi's down. <laughs> you got to pay for Wi-Fi. It's not free. You have to join the rewards program to get the Wi-Fi. <laughs> okay. Well, then both those houses, businesses, burned down in 1874. Mm. So no more coffee No house. more coffee. <laughs> no coffee of any kind. Um, but they rebuilt uh, the building that's standing now, which was turned into the hotel. They built that within the year after the two houses built, burned down. So. Okay. So they moved on. Yep. And it was, it was the headquarters of the Rudder Seed Company for a while. And then in 1969, um, the current owners, the Dupepe family, I think that's how you pronounce it. D-U-P-E-P-E. Du pepe. <laughs> yes. Du pepe le pew. No, I don't pepe le pew. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> um, so they, like, they had some of the other buildings before this. So I think this is the last building they bought to complete the whole floor plan of their hotel. Oh, okay. So this was like, they already started on yeah, the they started like the finishing touch. Yeah, they started in 1958 buying some of the proper some of the buildings around to make the hotel opened in 61. So they had some buildings already. So then they bought this one in 69 and made it into hotel rooms. <laughs> so that's the history of the place. And then, let's see, where was I? Oh, well, Building 5 is the one that's said to have the most activity. And it stands to reason, since it was two different military hospitals, and uh, it's, it's uh, what's that word? Nunnery. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not nunnery. Um... I can't think. My brain broke. <laughs> when a building's torn down and there have been spirits there, that a building that's been built on the land to replace it, it's possible to have the, the old spirits inhabit the new building. There's a word for that? There, like, the, not exactly a word for that, but, like, there was something that it was... Like I had because I feel like a, that stands to reason that it like I mean is it by like like what dictates the location of a haunting right like is it property lines yeah I don't you know, know what I mean I know that was a thing like in the Conjuring mm-hmm. when because it was like that old witch like she had owned all the land and she was like if you sell off my land I'm gonna like 
haunt everybody and kill them all. And like that extended, but that was like a curse Mm -hmm. on that land. So I think that's a little bit different, but I think it stands for reason that it's the same location, even though you built a new building on top, like it's still the same location. I think it stands for reason that a spirit who's attached to that location would still be there. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I couldn't think of what I was trying to say. And out of curiosity, which building did we stay in? We stayed in building five yeah, on the second we, floor. Yeah, we did. What's the most haunted floor of building five? The second floor. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I was getting there. I, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> did I steal your thunder? I got really excited. I know you did. Okay, so uh, different things that have been reported in building five, um, because that's where I focused my research on, mm-hmm. because... I'm biased. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's where all the activity is. So yeah, that's where, that's fine. like, they don't, I didn't see much about any other of the buildings or anything. So whenever you, like, Hotel Provincial, Haunting, Building 5, or Building 500, like, different things call them Building 100, 200, 300, 400, 500, or 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. But it's the same building. Yeah. 5 and 500. 5 and 500 are the same building. Okay, so there's reports of um, doors opening and closing, hearing voices and footsteps, and, like, no one else is around. So, you know, the basic minimum things for hauntings. But then there are other more uh, startling (laughs) things, like people go to go in their rooms and they see a bunch of bloody, moaning soldiers encamped in their room. And what? they go to turn on the light, and it all disappears. What? Because <laughs> it was a military hospital. Yeah, for That's more than insane. one time in its history. And uh, apparitions of Confederate soldiers, soldiers from the 18th and 19th centuries... Seeing surgeons around, hearing moans and groans. Um, people have claimed to see blood stains appearing and disappearing on linens and bedding and stuff. And also pools of blood on the floor oh. that disappear quite rapidly, like unnaturally quickly. Ugh. And, oh, um, a couple of different places I found the reports of people riding the elevator up to the second floor. And as the elevator opens, it's straight up Confederate military hospital, all the wounded soldiers and all that stuff, everything like like you're seeing it, like you're walking up into it. Because it's not an elevator, it's clearly a time machine. Apparently. That's insane. And then it like it's there for a few seconds and then like it disappears. That sounds so extreme. I know. This this next one, this one I'm like, really? It doesn't sound it sounds like outlandish, like Oh, yeah, I had an experience, too. This is what it was. Oh, like everyone jumps on the bandwagon? Yeah, so a female guest, and it's only one person reporting this, apparently um, was grabbed by the hand and pulled out of bed and dragged around the room, and she was (sighs) kicking and screaming. 
that seems a little extreme. Was that before or after Paranormal Activity came out? <laughs> I, I did not have a timetable <laughs> for that uh, experience. Um, what, another claim was of a soldier fully materializing in a closet, completely complete and decorated uniform, and he'd quickly disappear. Um, there were two different rooms that were specifically talked about. They they wouldn't give out the room number, so they're just called room A and room B. But they have like significant presences, I guess you'd call them. Hmm. Um, one is they say again, a highly decorated military uniformed guy <laughs> um, they said a seance was held in this room and he materialized for them and then later they ran back recorders that they had going and he um, and asked them to tell his girlfriend Diane that he had to go and that that was that was it it was like Okay. Seances make me nervous because I... Don't open the door. <laughs> yeah, well, like, the whole thing with, like, Ouija boards, mm-hmm. like, I kind of... I know they're different, but they, like, give me the same kind of feeling, like, you're opening up a doorway. Yeah. Who else is going to... Yeah. Or what else can make its way through? Yeah. You know? Yeah, that, yeah. So, and, oh, he also, he likes to listen to the radio in this room. And he likes rock music. Oh, And if you try changing the the station on him, uh, he'll turn it right back. It's like, don't touch my radio. That's fucking cool. (laughs) Yeah. I wish we knew what room that was. Yeah, I know. They didn't, yeah, they wouldn't say. I don't know if the hotel is like, um... You can't disclose these room numbers or something. I don't know. Well, didn't we... I'm sorry if I'm jumping the gun again, but didn't we... Did we ask for a specific room, or did we just ask for the second floor? Just We just asked for the second floor. Oh, okay. Okay, so room B, um, it says the entity of a soldier wearing 1930s khaki military uniform, which doesn't really make a whole lot of sense with the history of the building Mm -hmm. because I mean I don't know that that doesn't like by that time it was the Rudder Seed Company (laughs) or something yeah it wasn't it was like or it might even have been like a nothing building a nothing building well because it was (laughs) in 1916 it was the Rudder Seed Company Mm -hmm. in 1969 the Dupepe family bought it I didn't get much information about what it was like in, between in between there. Well, Rudder Seed Company? Ruder? R-E-U. 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 All right, let's see. T-E-R. Keep talking. I'm going to Google. <laughs> so, um, yes, he also likes to listen to the radio, but he likes country music. Nope. <laughs> I, I want to stay in the other guy's room. There's nothing wrong with country music. There's nothing wrong with it, but I'm not a, as big of a fan. But he is known to be, like, really bold. He, like, shows himself to people and makes eye contact. And he likes to watch people 
Like, people have the feeling of being watched in this room. I thought you were really going, like, into voyeurism with that. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, not like that. He likes to watch. No, just people have people. a feeling of being watched and uh, cold spots in this room. And some people have uh, caught his image on camera. I tried to find pictures. I could not. Mm. No one likes to post pictures of their entities. Man, I j- my entity is all over the internet. <laughs> and so's that, uh, so's that picture of the dude in the window. <laughs> okay, so that is all for what people, what other people have reported. So while we were here, we tried to investigate our room that we were in. And... You know, we tried doing an EVP session, and Ames brought a Ouija board with her. Did I? Yes, you did. We didn't use it, though. I think we left it out, but I don't think we actually did, like, a talky thing and hold the planchette and all That's that stuff. Terrible. No, we definitely didn't do that. I don't remember bringing it. I'm glad we didn't use it. I think you either left it or threw it away or something, like, after. Oh, I definitely don't have it anymore. Yeah, like... I think you might have even made the decision not to, like, keep it while we were there or something. I don't remember. Yeah. But we really didn't get anything, and there's a funny part. Ames Ames had the... I love this story. It's so great. I'm so glad you're the one telling it, too. Ames had uh, the voice recorder, and you had the EMF meter, right? Mm-hmm. And I had the vi- I had a video camera, and I was just like panning around, and I thought I said this in a loud voice, but apparently she it, didn't. It was very quiet, and I said, "This is the ceiling," <laughs> and on the voice recorder, it like very faintly picked it up, and we thought it said, "This is Cecilia." <laughs> So when we looked back at the video, we saw what happened. And and she said it because, like, she was kind of, this is like... stealing. Yeah, it was like a, like a sing-songy voice, so it sounded like a little girl saying, like, this is Cecilia. And we were so excited. But on top of that, though, because remember, do you have anything in there about the EMF? Um, no, I forgot about that part until you so, just mentioned it right now. <laughs> Because while that was happening, also, we had... I was doing the EMF meter. That's like the light. The lights between the beds. Yeah, but they that's what weird. we thought that it was coming from. But it's like looking back, and then after getting more experience after that, it doesn't make sense. Well, no, but that's where it was like centered around was around the lights. Well, it picked it up on you first. Oh. You remember that? Uh, no, I while we were doing this EVP session, I was holding the EMF meter, and it started to blink up a little bit, and I so I was moving it around trying to find where it was, and when it was like your shoulder oh. or something or your chest, and it like lit up, and I was like, "What's on you? Do you like where's your phone? Like what? Where's your camera? Like what's going on?" And then I started going around, and like it was almost like a trail, mm-hmm. like led it back to the lamp, the light fixture on the wall in between the beds but that was still a good few feet away from you mm-hmm. and the way like it it was like it oh how could i describe this like if it was like a solid thing it would have been like you were connected to the light yeah which doesn't <laughs> make sense yeah and then and, and 
neither of us had a lot of experience at that time, and I think I had just bought that EMF. It was like my first yeah, time using it. It was my first time using an EMF meter ever, and I just figured, oh, it's just emanating from the lamp. But after having like experience and going on investigations with real ghost hunters, um, that it doesn't that doesn't make sense. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's entirely possible there was something else going on. And we tried, but doing... it definitely wasn't Cecilia. Yeah, because no. there is no Cecilia. No Cecilia. <laughs> and okay, so I don't remember. We stayed there two two nights or three nights. No, we was... were there for like a week. I don't think it was a whole week. Like five days. Really? Yeah. So that was, was a long it trip. Four nights. I don't. I, I don't would say f- I would say four or five nights. So I don't remember exactly what night we did that. I know it was like the first or second. It was it early. Wasn't, it wasn't the first night. I know that because we second. were like, oh, we got in late. Yeah, it was. It had to be the second one then. Okay, and I can't remember. We have a I have another experience that happened, and I don't remember if it was later that night or the next night. But um, I woke up. I think your phone woke me up, or like. Sometimes I just wake up when I'm, like, not at home, just randomly at night, and, like, really, why am I up at this hour? Mm-hmm. But I I, I was, think I was on my side, and I, like, turned to lay on my back or rolled from my back to my other side, and I looked down at the end of my bed, and there was a shadow figure standing there and he looked like he was in I looked it up and it what it the silhouette looked like was a confederate uniform with the slouch hat forward and but there was no definition it was just like a black or darker gray than the rest of the room type thing and I blinked and it was gone and that was so, do you think that was the one who likes rock music or the one who likes country music? Well, the country <laughs> one was the khaki, right? Yeah. That was the 30s uniform. Yes. Which I, I'm looking for a Rooter Seed Company, and I can through 1929 is the latest year I can find for it. Okay, so in the 30s, that building might have been empty. Yeah. I don't know. Um... Yeah, that's but that's crazy, and that's but that's like the shadow figure that I see in my apartment. Like when I would see him, it would be like a couple of beats, and like I would blink, and he, it would disappear or something. Yeah, and I didn't like I didn't know it would be it was a Confederate uniform until I like was researching this, and I looked up pictures to try to figure out what kind of uniform this person could be wearing. So I googled it, and I. Hopefully, we'll put up the picture of the uniform I found. Researching for this, for the podcast? You yeah. Because you, so when you described it to me, um, you said it might, like, I remember you saying something like it might have been a soldier or it could have been a soldier, but, um, like, you told me, and I can't remember if you, you didn't wake me up at the time, right? You didn't no. tell me until, like, the next morning. No, I just, like, kind like, of, like, blinked and then kind of there. rolled over and... Yeah. Didn't really think much of it. Um, all that week, I kept feeling the bed shake, which, did you ever feel your bed shake that week that you remember? I don't remember. 
I blew it off as um, like a passing truck. Mm. But here's the problem with that. The where our room was, we were at the back of the building and the street that ran behind us or like a, alongside kind us. Kind of a narrow street. It was more like an alleyway. And there weren't really like the only motor vehicles I saw on it were like little sedans. Mm-hmm. It was mostly the horse drawn carriages. Yes, we did. And then there was that park that. across the street. Yeah, there was I mean, when I was looking up images for this hotel, I mean there's parking along the whole back street that we were mm-hmm. on so i mean but there's no big like delivery trucks or anything yeah no <laughs> i didn't i didn't actually see any of those go by yeah no um but i blew it off as that until like i think maybe midweek when we were really trying to figure stuff out and then mm-hmm. i was like but wait but that doesn't and then i remember we were trying to shake it like i remember i sat or laid down and had you shake it to try and recreate it so i could see what i was feeling mm-hmm. and it was like you had to do it pretty hard right from what I remember, I don't remember. I don't remember that part of it. Oh. I'm sorry. How dare you not remember something from nine years ago? I know. <laughs> Didn't you know nine years ago that you would need this information for this podcast? Uh, yeah, sure, I did. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was, and that was another. I think that that went back into like with my apartment when I was like getting really annoyed that everybody was seeing the the lady yeah before me and i'm like i live here and i can't even see her with the hell man and then it was like when you told me you saw her and i'm like you saw the you saw the guy in the hotel in new orleans and now <laughs> you saw her what the hell why can't i see anybody and then i was just seeing the shadow guy but yeah i'm glad i never saw him <laughs> he was creepy so i think i think that was all we got for hotel provincial Hotel Provincial. I want to go back there. That was a fun. Sorry, your cat is trying to climb on your piano. She's making faces and staring behind me, and it's one of those things we're sitting here talking about ghosts. (laughs) That, like, the face that she made was, like, it started out kind of in terror, and then she was, like, kind of laughing, but... I'm like, I just froze because I wasn't entirely sure I wanted to turn around. Oh, it's just, I didn't think she was that tall. She was like, had her paws up right at the bottom of the um, door. Yeah, like right about there. And I'm like, what are you doing, crazy? You're stretching real far, cat. You can't have that. That's not for cats. Yeah, so that was fun. Yes. The um, When you were talking about the, um, just to shoot completely off topic again, because that's what we do. Um, we were talking about the blood puddles disappearing. Yeah. So it, I had like a flashback real quick because I did, um, while I was down in the city this weekend, we did a horror escape room, oh, which is yeah. like my new thing. <laughs> I, oh my God. I did one in Toronto that used a live actor that was phenomenal. Um, and this one didn't use any actors, but it was um, it was still really cool. The theme is like, it, I mean, the theme is like ghost girls, like little ghost girls. Oh, so, um, and then you got to figure out like, how did they all die? And then oh, you had nice. to like set their spirits free. <laughs> and so that ending, like we solved it with three minutes to spare, Woo-hoo! which was awesome. And, uh, you know, we set their spirits free and yay, we won triumphed over evil, but it starts out. So one of the girls died in a bathroom. 
So it starts out, you walk into the house and you walk into this bathroom that has oh. like blood stains all over the walls and it's like white tile floor, white tile walls, and it's creepy AF. And there's over the sink, there's a mirror and there's this like black cloth draped over the mirror. So you gotta like oh. pull this. So then that was the first thing, like who's gonna pull the cloth? But anyways, but so <laughs> then there's, um, so you know, the, they're puzzle rooms and there was like, five or six rooms or something in this mm-hmm. like one escape room oh, which wow. was it was so cool though um my only gripe was that it was really dark and i'm covered in bruises because mm. i kept running into things and one of the things that i i of course i got elected to stick my hand in the hole and it triggered <laughs> but it was fine but it triggered uh it triggered it was like in a chest and it triggered a drawer opening mm-hmm. so we didn't know that. Oh, did it whack you? It got me right in the head. Oh, in the and, head. Like, to the point where, like, the guy, the guy that was watching, mm-hmm. like, paused the game and came in and asked to make okay. sure that I was okay, <laughs> which was really sweet. But it was, like, one of those things where it's like, yeah, it's fine. Like, it hurt. And, like, it, you know, it's like when you get hit in the head, you get that, yeah. like, stun. But then it was just, like, I, I was, like, I'm fine. You better not be taking time off. Like, you better not still be timing us yeah. while you're in here wasting my time to make sure I'm not concussed. Like, worry about it later. Anyway, the whole point of this was um, there's a trigger in the bathroom uh-huh. um, when it starts that there's a drain in the middle of the floor and oh. it starts backflowing blood. Ew. And the bathroom starts to flood with blood. Oh, geez. It's really cool. Um, Do you have to make sure you don't step in it or is it cordoned off? Oh, no. It's oh. right in the floor. Oh, yeah. Nice. And you can see, like, when you walk in, you can see other people's footprints oh, nice. from, like, be- from whoever was in there last. <laughs> so, yeah. But that was really it's cool. the killer. <laughs> I think I think it was... Oh, I'm going to get this wrong. Wait, they sent me an email. I think it was, like, Comnata or something. It starts with a K. Um, oh, yeah. Comnata Quest. K-O-M-N-A-T-A Quest. So, if you're in New York City or around New York City... And you want to do a good ex- escape room. That's it. They have a few different ones, but that was the one we did. Cool. Um, it was really freaking cool. Yeah, we need to do another one, but with more than two people. Yeah, and <laughs> more a fun one. We need to do one like this. Are there any fun ones near here? No, those are not here. <laughs> um, see, they don't have their bells on, so they're like, I'm a ninja. I can sneak up on you. Even though they're staring at each other. Even now. though they're staring at each other, yeah. <laughs> Cats, man. She looks like a soot sprite sitting back there because it's so dark and you just see her eyes. <laughs> she looks like a little soot sprite. Um, so that's it. So that was fun. So it's a wrap. <laughs> to wrap it up, I just want to remind everybody to oh, right. follow us on Twitter at mhaunting. Follow us on our brand new Instagram. We'll have like photos and stuff up there. That's my fave haunting. And um, our website, of course, myfavoritehaunting.com. Subscribe and rate us on iTunes. So iTunes is funny. So they won't, they won't show me any of the analytics until we reach a certain number of ratings, reviews, and subscribers. And they won't tell me what that number is. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. So basically, everybody listening, all one and a half of you, need to recruit about 5,000 friends to subscribe and rate and review us 
so that I can actually see what's going on, like what our ratings are. Um, <laughs> I think at this point we have one one loyal listener. Hi, friend. Yay. Um, and 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 everyone else I think is just kind of intermittent, but that's fine. As long as I'm still having fun, I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. But if you guys have any suggestions or stories you want us to share or just want to share with us, um, email us, myfavoritehaunting at gmail, or hit us up on any of the other things, and we can get those out there for you. I think that's it. Is that it? That's everything. Oh, I do have one podcast I want to plug, too. Oh, yes. Um, so it's called, it's really short. It's like nine episodes. It's eight episodes with like a bonus episode. And it's called Halloween Unmasked. And it's all of this, like, there's interviews with, like, John Carpenter and Jamie Lee Curtis and, like, all these people that had to do with bringing Halloween, like, getting that movie made. Uh Uh-huh. And all of this, like, background information, like, behind-the-scenes information. And um, she interviews um, a couple, uh, yeah, a couple of uh, psychologists to get to like the psychology behind it and she she gets into um like the um the the science of fear uh-huh. and like why you're afraid and like different like how they incorporate like camera angles and lighting and sound and why all like how all of that comes into play to like fuck with you which is really cool like even just the theme song because it's on like it's a weird tempo yeah and like that alone makes your brain like freak out yeah (laughs) because it makes it makes your brain like wait this isn't this isn't normal because it's not like three four or or whatever i don't know i don't know music science but it's a five four time music science too (laughs) no music science no music science what was the other one i did my boy does music science map science i don't do map science i don't do music science well, and that's why he just did our, our new theme song that I can't wait to upload. Yay! Um, so, yeah. And then I got to upload. You made us a new graphic, too. Yes, I That did. I haven't uploaded yet that I'm excited for. Really cool. Yes, and I was surprised how easy it was to do that. On, like, real paint? Yes. Well, yeah, real paint. Yeah, I, just regular paint. No, I, no well, fancy stuff. I tried to use a bootleg paint. That's oh, why. That's, it, right. that's why it came out, like... A kindergartner did it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, my boy was trying to do one, and he was overthinking it too much. And he was like, I don't know. It's just so hard. I don't know how to make it look like a ghost. Oh, Poor honey. guy. No, he's so talented, though. Yeah. I mean, if he had just drawn it by hand, like we were suggesting to begin with, he, it would Yeah, which would have been fine, because then I could still <laughs> scan it in. Yeah. And it'll. it's not going to look like... I took a picture of a picture. Yeah. I don't know. He was overthinking it. He was like, I can't draw anymore. I don't draw anymore. He's into doing other stuff at the moment, so. That's not true. You just sent me a picture the other day. Yeah, he's getting back into it. Yeah, getting back into it, doing a new style. Well. Anyway. So, I think that's it for me. Is that it for you? That is everything. All right. So, until next time, faithful listeners, keep keep it it spooky. spooky. (laughs) I feel so dumb. Viewers, (laughs) 
viewers. I would have left it too, but you I'm you sorry. jumped up. I'm sorry. It was funny. It was funny. I'm funny. I'm I lost. Don't